Welcome back to an Around the 412 exclusive. I'm Tyler. With me, as always, is my co-host, Smitty. Be sure to go give us a follow on all of our social medias at Around the 412 and check out the links in the description of each and every show. Um, but let's get right into it. This this morning, we are joined by Steelers running back Alfonso Graham. Alfonso, what's going on, man? Thank you for coming on. We appreciate having you come on and be willing to do so. So how are you doing? How, how's life? How are you this morning? I mean, whatever. I'm great, man. Blessed to be here. Thank y'all for reaching out and bringing me on here, man. It's a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. And our, our friend Derek, you actually you were on his channel uh, this past week. I had seen that. We had a, It's funny because we didn't even talk about it. Like I put out that you were going to be coming on the show this week, hopefully. And Derek texted me. He's like, bro, I just recorded a YouTube video with him and i was like oh that's great so i went back and watched that obviously it was a great conversation some of the conversations probably is going to overlap but i did watch it so i could get some different things to talk about but like your journey man like normally the first thing that we talk about with people when they come on here is their draft day story because it's always so interesting and like sitting on your hands you know waiting for that call and stuff for you a guy that's kind of like you know four different colleges just the one year in the hbcu before going on draft you don't have like that draft day story your story is very different um so let's just dive into that a little bit i mean how would you describe your journey from that first day and juco to where you are now you know with the steelers uh just adversity i i i, I labeled as a uh, adversity vacation for me you know mm. because you know all my life i always had talent you know but uh the aspect of the different game or the game is just not always talent. You know, I had to learn some life things and, you know, uh, experience other things and learn uh, a lot from others, you know. So uh, just, um, you know, coming out of high school, my uh, freshman year, you know, Arizona Western, uh, number two junior college, you know, ranked. Uh, it was it was a it was a cool experience, you know, just um, getting away on the other side of the country, you know, coming from Baltimore. Uh, being there, you know, it was a kind of a struggle, you know, uh, coming out of junior college, you know, not really having scholarships, you know, not dorms. So just being through that my freshman year, you know, just made my mentality stronger because I feel as though I had to go through a lot to uh, get to Division One college, you know, freshman year, Arizona Western. Then uh, that got shut down due to uh, money in the community, so they shut down every – every Arizona Western Juco. So I transferred to uh, Independence Community College in Kansas, you know, uh, did a spring season there. Then my, uh, due to my coach being fired, you know, a lot of things changed, you know, so they kicked a lot of people off the team, you know, just cause they wanted to bring that guys in. So, uh, you know, I had to uh, transfer again to Fullerton College. You know, they gave me an opportunity to come there and play a season there, to get my AA degree and then COVID had hit, you know, I had a couple offers, but COVID hit, you know, it messed up uh, a lot of recruiting and uh, nationwide. So I just took the opportunity to walk on back home at uh, Morgan State and because I was close to my family, COVID was going on. So I just said, I'll walk on to Morgan State, you know, because nobody else is giving out scholarship money because other players had an extra year to play because of COVID. So I just took the opportunity to walk on to Morgan State, which was probably one of my best best things I ever did because a lot of people told me uh growing up you know you just want to be that big fish in a small pond mm -hmm. so you know just going to Morgan State with a with a division one opportunity and be able to put my my talents on that platform was a great was a great you know great journey after all that all that I've been through you know I'm blessed to be be here and I'm glad that I actually did 
went through all the things because I learned a lot, you know, that's just speaking in football. You know, it made my mentality great. It's it's been something like at every stop that you said there was something that happened before the next one. So it's just adversity along the way. But I think to your point, you when you joined and the first thing you said was you know it was a blessing. There you just said it was a blessing to go through all that and having that mindset. I think it's like special because for you, obviously, like in the position here, I'm going to tie this in with football too. But I think it's just a good mindset for life. I think when you look at on the Steelers roster, obviously you know you have Najee Harris and you have Jalen Warren. When you're talking about trying to be a third running back to make the roster, there's got to be something that pops. Obviously, you can run the ball, you can catch the ball, but the mentality that you have too, your willingness to do whatever to help out a football team, that's what you need in order to make this roster. And that's why I think that, you know, you're gaining so much buzz. I don't know if you've seen it, but having friends that are literally around the team every day, like people are talking about you being one of the stars so far of the spring for the Steelers, which is obviously great. You don't want your head to get too big, but, you know, those things are being talked about right now, Alfonso. And I think that it's because of that mindset that you have and just, you know, playing with that chip on your shoulder at all times and just taking the journey for what it's been. So it's obviously been great to see. Um, I wanted to ask you, though, okay, so you go through that time. And then being, you know, obviously an undrafted guy, when did you get that phone call? And was it only the Steelers you had heard from? Or did you hear from some other teams as well with interest? Well, I actually did the uh, Ravens local day. You know, Ravens was okay. heavily anxious. And, uh, but they chose a different running back over me. And then, uh, you know, the Steelers gave me a call uh, actually a day before, you know, a rookie minicamp. You know, uh, just saying. And it wasn't, it was a tryout, actually, you know, just come mm-hmm. try out. So, you know, once I got that call, you know, I just like, oh, I can't. Once I get here, I'm not leaving. I'm some, I'm, I'm come, I'm leaving here with some. So, you know, then I got that blessing, you know, um, got the contract, you know, ever since I've been here, ever since that, ever since May 11th, I've been in Pittsburgh, you know, just living the dream and working and getting better every day. Dude, the Ravens picked a running back over you. Are, is everybody just trying to stack chips on your shoulder or something right yeah. now? That's And that's your hometown team. <laughs> That plays in the same division as the team that you're on. I mean, this is this is gonna be quite a story, man. <laughs> I mean, this journey that you've had, and I think it prepares you for the the unsureness and and then the unpredictability of like being an undrafted player because it doesn't work always like work for everyone. Some people make it, some people don't. But it sounds like you have the mentality to not only have the desire to make it. But also, you understand based off of your college, uh, uh, your college history that not everything is certain, and so you have to go with it with that mentality. So I think that not only college prepared you for the football side of it, but just for the 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 hard decision making side of it as well. And and that it's 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 a hard hard road to to make that fifty three man roster. But I think that you're in a great spot right now. I mean, like Smitty said, we've been hearing your name a lot. Um, and and I think that's that's an exciting thing for you. Um, and I wanted to ask you what what are some things that that you've experienced so far in, in your short stint with the NFL that that college helped you prepared for, um, or, or maybe different colleges like like because you went to four of them. What are some things that you you had in college that prepared you for the NFL? Uh, just uh, being coachful, you know, my work ethic, you know, and just. Just being open to uh, being a good teammate, you know, being not being selfish, you know, and just, you know, and then the vets, you know, around just helping, helping the young guys and just me coming to uh, pick that brain, you know, that just helped me uh, create bonds, you know, coming from 
a lot of different colleges, you know, it helped me like adapt to other like cultures, you know, how other people, because everyone don't move the same, everyone don't do everything the same. So just being reasonable and understanding of the next person, you know, that just helped me a lot and be a great teammate. That's great. And, and you talked about being a great teammate, leaning on some of the veterans. I, I mean, they're still young dudes themselves, but Najee and Jalen Warren in that running back room. What has your relationship kind of been like with those guys? Uh, I'm actually working on building a relationship now, you know. Well, no, it's been great, you know, just, you know, just giving me advice, you know, tips on how to be a pro. You know, and just one thing that I actually like, you know, just being on, you know, just being on top of me and, and uh, holding me accountable as far as my drills and how I do things. You know certain things on the field you know just them being there and and, and putting it to my head how to do this the right way you know it's, i really appreciate that and it just you know it's a blessing to have them guys in that room you know and not being not and for them not to be selfish because we all young you know you know they Najee his third season Jalen his second you know and just for them to be able to connect with me and understand and help everyone else in the room you know it's a great room that i'm in yeah. Um, I, so I try to do this in like a timeline manner, but I, I'm sorry. We got to take a step back because I'm on your page here uh, for Morgan State. You had a game with 203 rushing yards. Yeah. How many times did you touch the ball in that game? Uh, I think I had the ball 20 times. Yeah, 20 times. <laughs> so like 10 yards of pop that's 10 ridiculous. yards of pop <laughs> <laughs> so what okay what was i mean obviously you know you've always had the talent but what was it about that final year at morgan state that you think like everything just kind of clicked and came together well uh, because you know morgan state uh you know i had a lot of adversity there that a lot of people don't really know about you know junior year you know coming in from from fullerton you know with my AA degree never fell in the class you know and, and coming in with a 3.0 3.0 gpa and then getting told you know two days Two days before my big game on my junior year, uh, getting told that I got to miss the first five games because uh, my my junior college credits didn't come into Morgan and get me accepted. So I had to submit an, a letter to the NCAA. You know, I only played six games in my junior year. So just me, just like, uh, man, I just got to keep going through things, you know, and then finally get my last season with a new coaching staff and then, and then finally let me play. You know, I was like, it's that time now, like, Everything I've been through is finally going to show now because I finally get a full season. You know, everything that I've been through, I never gave up, you know, and just always pushed through it. So I finally got to show my my, my talents for that year. I, I, I heard you just say you got a new coaching staff your senior year. So did you have a, a coaching staff for more than one year in college? Because you, you switched colleges. And then even at Morgan State, it sounds like you didn't have the same coaching staff twice, two years in a row. At Morgan State, I had three coaching staffs. Three coaching wow. staffs out of my two years. And that's counting for fall, spring, and then the next fall. I had, yeah, I had three coaching staffs. That's crazy. Staffs. Something's always been changing in your life, man. You've just kind of continued to chug along. But, well, the good news is here in Pittsburgh, as you've probably already seen, there's quite a bit of stability. Three yeah. head co- You mentioned you had three head coaches at Morgan State. Pittsburgh's had three head coaches since the 760s with Chuck Knoll. So, like... There's stability here in Pittsburgh for you, but let's talk about Tomlin then. What have been your first impressions of Mike Tomlin, the, his coaching style? I mean, you've seen it, you see it from the outside when you're not even in the organization, but you being actually in the organization, uh, what can you tell people about Mike Tomlin's coaching style and how have you kind of taken to it? Uh, the greatest coach on the planet is Mike Tomlin, you know, and just, you know, a great motivator, you know, and just, 
give you that full that feel inside your body, you know, that just want to come to practice and, and, and play for them every day, how transparent he is. And, you know, and it just, it's big enough football with him, you know. He bring a lot of resources to us. You know, it's just a great guy, you know, just my month being with him, you know, it's been amazing. And I can tell that I see why he's labeled as one of the greatest coaches in the NFL, just from how, how he moves and how he communicates motivate you know and just 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 be himself you know just every day and transparent you know once again and just connect with the players you know it's always great to have somebody like that around i think that's always like the first thing is people talk about the transparency like whether you want to hear it or not it's the truth that you're always going to get from Mike Tomlin and that, and the player has to appreciate that you talk about, you know, Tyler brought up you being ready for all the adversity that the NFL brings. I mean, there's guys, you know, that are like on the chopping block and their career or their careers to be coming to an end for different reasons or whatever like that. And Mike Tomlin, you know, he's not going to sugarcoat anything. It's, there's a fine line between the business and the football aspect. And, and everybody, I think always appreciates the transparency that Mike Tomlin brings in his approach. Um, I wanted to ask you something else about the the Steelers specifically and Mike Tomlin's approach specifically and just the coaching staff in general. Obviously, you working with the running back coach, Eddie Faulkner. Eddie Faulkner recently put out a quote about you in a story that I saw just in terms of like like basically saying he knows that you're going to make it because of your mindset. Um, what has your relationship been like early on, you know, in the month plus that you've been working with Eddie Faulkner? Uh, just learning. Uh, it's been great. You know, we just learn each other, you know. Getting to know each other better every day. You know, uh, I love the way he coached, you know, how he put everything in details for me, you know, make, making it easier for me, you know, great coach. Yeah, but every day, you know, we just growing our bond every day, getting to know each other more. But definitely a great coach, you know. And that's another coach that just helped you with more than football too, you know. He lean on with other resources, get great advice, you know. So that's, a, that's another great person to have around. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Part of the quote was the guy gets better every single day because he's getting coached and with the details and those things. And he takes to them so well. If we just continue to build on that, we might have something here. That was Eddie Faulkner's quote about you. Um, but yeah, just on like our day to day. But so obviously we got we got to bring up the one thing that everybody wanted to talk about at OTAs, which was, you know, you won in that rep against Minka Fitzpatrick. And then like it kind of went by. for you. It was probably nothing. Steeler fans, for whatever reason, were like, oh, my God, this is like a huge thing. I, I think from me, all I took from it was I love the fact that this guy wanted to go one on one with Minka Fitzpatrick. He wanted that rep, you know, iron sharpens iron. Steeler fans are like blowing it way out of proportion, I think, in terms of that. But you know, what was what was that moment like? A lot of people, like, we asked them, like, what was their welcome to the NFL moment? Obviously, you don't have a game yet or anything like that. But what was that moment like? What was going through your head? Is is it what I said? You were just like, man, he's the best. I want to go against the best. Uh, no, I, uh, you know, during the drill, I just went uh, two times before I went with Minka. You know, I had two, two, two good players I went against, you know. So I just wanted to uh, see what Minka was about, you know. It wasn't nothing really – Wanted nothing big, you know, just yes. iron shopping iron, you know, in the drill. Just wanted to see how he go about the drill so I can just put it on tape and just see how I can make my move better, you know, or what could I have done better in this situation going against him. You know, somebody that been around the game long, you know, all pro, you know, one of the greatest safeties in the game right now. Just I just wanted to get that on film just for me to and look at it and improve my game. 
That's that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I did, I wouldn't have even thought it about it from like a teach tape perspective. Like I said, I just thought, you know, it was you wanting to go against the best. And then all of a sudden thinking back, I was like, man, why wouldn't everybody want to go against him? Like, regardless yeah. of what the outcome is, why not get that rep in? Right. Because I'm definitely coming back again when we get the pads on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, there, there you go. That's another thing people weren't even like taking into consideration. They, they don't got pads on yet. Right. What are we doing here? Um. All right, but yeah, so you look at what this offense has right now from the running back perspective and Najee and Jalen. What do you offer to the table if somebody were to just like sit you down, ask you one question? Hey, what do you bring to the Steelers offense? What would your answer to that be? Uh, that home run running back, that home run running back. You know, I want to be that running back that uh, that can score at any time, you know, take it 70 yards, 80 yards, 90 yards, you know, just come in and have that instant impact, you know, and just do long runs, you know, and just, you know, have a whole stadium shock and just be like, wow, like. That's the type of guy I want to be, you know, just come in and produce, you know, and then also on the return, you know, and special teams ability, you know, and I can fit anywhere on special teams, kick off, I can run down, make tackles, punt return, kick return, you know, so I just want to come in and just be that guy, just have that, that impact and that uh, explosive play, you know, and just do anything at any time of the moment that people not expecting. Well, that you I, mentioned special teams too, yeah. because I, I I think that a lot of fans under undervalue special teams, especially at the NFL level. Like the the really good players are all all playing special teams. It's not like when you're in high school or something, and and not the starters aren't playing special teams. Um, but did you did you play special teams in college? Did you were you a returner in college? Yes, I played return, and I also made uh, a couple tackles on kickoff. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. Nice. I, lo- I love it. Yeah. Well, I, I love that. I, I love that. Um, the fact that you value special teams. I mean, that's that that's a good mentality to have. And it actually goes into the, your question was basically what I was going to ask next, Smitty, is is uh, if, if it was a, like a Steelers fan, like never saw your Morgan State tape, like what what kind of player would they see? Um, so that's awesome. Um, but uh, continuing with like the offense conversation, what looking at the offense outside of running backs, uh what 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 do you think? Because uh, we've talked about it as as a from a fan perspective, from the Steelers bringing in some new faces on the offensive line. You're obviously running behind that offensive line. So what what do you see, and 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 how do you think the offensive line has looked for the Steelers in in your short stint with them? Uh, you know, I I can't really like speak on that because you know I'm new, you know, and I haven't yeah. in the past I really haven't know how looked at how the line looked at last year or haven't had any updates about it. But I can tell you this, man, uh that's a that's a great group and how they move, you know, they move as one, you know. That's what I see a lot, you know, they communicate, they do a lot of things together, they is together, you know, so that plays a big part in how you can play on the field. You know, and on the field, you know, ain't a lot of mental errors, you know. You know, they just been out there, you know running around, looking good, you know, in shape, you know. Uh, you know, it looked it look great out there, you know. Just me coming from Morgan State and then seeing them big fellas up there, you know, it, it looked amazing <laughs> to me to, to run behind them. So, but, no, we looking good, you know, on the offensive line, you know. Even though I'm new, I can't really I can't really say too much because I mm-hmm. haven't been around. But from the looks of it, we looking great, you know, and, and that's a great group. And, you know, they all like brothers, so. If they keep it like that, man, we should be great. 
I think that's the most important thing. Like mentioning, like forget everything else. That's the only thing that I care about at this point is the tightness of the group. You look back at like when the Steelers had a really good offensive line with the days of Martise Pouncey, David DeCastro, Ramon Foster, et cetera, et cetera. You're talking about a group that really wasn't the individuals. They all were just one person basically like that's how close and tight knit they were if this group can develop that chemistry and that camaraderie like obviously you have to have the talent too but those things go hand in hand as much of each other when it comes to the offensive line specifically they just got to be so much in cohesion so obviously love to hear that um i do want to say just kind of jumping back to you being like the home run hitter back that was kind of my first thought too because nothing against Najee and jalen love them to those two as players and everything like that but the Steelers have kind of been missing the element that you're talking about for quite some time now and your ability as a home run hitter. Is that due to, obviously, you know, you have the skill set to do so, but was there a running back growing up that you kind of watched that had that ability that made you want to kind of embody that? Or where does that come from? Oh, uh, you know, I actually watch, you know, Chris Johnson is one of my favorite running backs. You know, I just want, I want to be just like that. Or I want to be better, actually. You know, just for him to have that impact, you know, just to score any time on the field. And I feel like I can do that, you know. I feel like I had the speed, the vision, you know, and the patience to to, to do that behind running behind my that that big offensive line that we got. You know, I feel like I can do that home run running back. Gotcha. And and you mentioned, you know, you want to be better. Let, so let's just jump right into what kind of goals do you have set out for yourself, at least at this point? I mean, obviously, like, first things first, you, you, you want to make the Steelers 53-man roster. But, like, as we sit here today, what other goals are on your mind at this point in time? Well, I don't really have no stat goals right now, you know, because I'm young, you know. I just want to come in, you know, produce, you know, help the team get over that hump, you know, and just uh play my part, you know. Like I said, be that home run running back, you know. Of course, I want to score a lot of touchdowns this year. Or well, being that home run running back, a lot of long run touchdowns, that's another goal. But I don't have no set goal for yardage right now. I just want to get acclimated to the game, you know, help my team, you know, any way it been, in any way I can, you know, we're returning, special teams, tackling. It doesn't matter for me, you know. So I don't really have no goals right now. I just want to come in, you know, make the 53. And then I get my opportunity. Anytime I get the opportunity to, to touch the ball, you know, I want to be in that touch now. So that's my that's my goal. So is it fair to say your goal for 2023 as we sit here right now is just to be a Pittsburgh Steeler when the season opens up? Be a Pittsburgh Steeler, produce, get to the Super Bowl. That's it. Love it. People are going to love to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) People are going to love to hear that. Um, I want to ask you, Tyler, you might have some other stuff, but really the the two things that I still have on here kind of aren't football related. I actually joined an Instagram live that you had going and you were like talking about playing Fortnite and trying to get some fans in there and stuff. So along with that, I was going to ask you what other hobbies you have outside of playing football. Uh, I like to play the game, you know, Uh, I'm starting to enjoy nature more, you know, uh, since I'm, allowed, I'm a lot of around a lot of water, you know, a lot of rivers and you know, uh, trails, you know. Sometimes mm-hmm. I go on the trail, you know, just to enjoy the nature, you know, sit on the bench sometimes, look at the water, just just vibe. Uh, but that's the only thing is right now, you know, just play the game, enjoy nature, you know, keep my mentality right, and just living the dream. That's the only thing. Got it. Ty, do you have anything else? Because I want to make well, sure. Well, I right. mean, people who have been listening to the show for a long time and other interviews that we've had, I feel like it's very obvious of a question that I'm going to ask. Um, so being in Pittsburgh, oh, you've no. been, been there a, a ton amount of time, but ha- what, what's some of your favorite food spots have you had? Or have you literally explored some some food spots around Pittsburgh? I haven't yet. I haven't. I need to while we on break. 
but I have just been eating from the calves. But I haven't, I haven't experienced any food yet. That's that. I haven't. I haven't. I have. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll shoot you some well, recommendations. I need some recommendations, though. I need some yeah. recommendations. <laughs> we'll shoot you some recommendations, and then also when once we post this and people hear that. People aren't even going to care about anything else that you said, probably. They're just going to be tweeting you recommendations. It won't matter about football there, so. at that point. Yeah. It'll, it'll just be like, you need to hear, hear, hear. Like, because there's so many spots in Pittsburgh that people love. And the one place Tyler is going to tell you, or I thought would have told you already, was going to be Peppy's, which is a sandwich shop in Pittsburgh that is very notorious. Everybody knows about Promani's. Like, I'm sure you've heard that. But Peppy's is the spot. It's so, different. Uh, it's a different kind of sandwich, man. He's writing it down. He's a different. It's a different kind of sandwich. Uh, it's it's not like the what you think of with Peranis, where you got like the fries on the sandwich and all that. It's it's more of like like hoagies, like subs. Um, but they could be served hot or cold, depending on what you get. Um, but they do have a, a sandwich named after uh, Ben Roethlisberger. It's the number seven. So mm -hmm. uh, we'll we'll recommend that if you if you do go there, it's a, it's a good. Mm -hmm. it, well, that's it, the one also, I get. What's the one you get? I get the New Yorker. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a steak one, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So we we reckon those two, the New Yorker and the number seven. Those those are those are some good sandwiches. You can get some Cajun fries with that. Um, also, bring cash because they only take cash. Or there's an ATM in there, but or there's an ATM, okay. but you know, save you the surcharge. Sorry, we. I saw you pull out that pen. We didn't mean to give you homework coming out of this episode, but. I need that. I'm, I'm going to go try a new place today, actually, since I got some free time. Ooh, okay. All right. And last thing that I want to ask you, or, well, actually, not, it's not even really asking you. What is one thing, Alfonso, that you want the fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers to know about you? You know, you're going to get my best each and every Sunday. You know, uh, I'm a producer for sure. Uh, I'm ready. You know, uh, I'm ready to shock the world. I know a lot of people don't know me yet. Well, I'm coming, man. I'm coming. I love it. And on that we note, love to hear that. it's a great way to get out of here. Uh, Alfonso, we can't thank you enough for joining us on this special edition episode of Around the 412. We actually already put out our podcast earlier in the week, but this will go up exclusively on its own. Alfonso Graham, Pittsburgh Steelers running back, ready to make his mark on the NFL. Thanks again for joining us, Alfonso. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow Alfonso on his social media. I will put that in the description as well. And uh, tune back in next week where I believe we should be joined by Penguins play-by-play -play guy Josh Getzoff. But it'll for sure be the two of us if nobody else we'll see you guys then thanks as always for watching or listening bye bye